Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. Dun dun. Do you hear that? Yes, loud and clear. And it's the sweet, ah. sweet sounds of New York City. Ah, welcome to New York. Oh my god, fucking... it just won't stop. It's a serenade. Oh, it's getting closer. It's May 15th, 2016. I'm Ryan. I'm Sandy. And I'm Yannick. And this is Pixels Weekly. Hey, everybody. Hi. Hey, happy mid-May. Hola. Happy <laughs> mid-May. <laughs> happy warm weather in New York. Oh, it's so nice. I know. It's, it's, it's be- I mean, it's always beautiful here, you guys. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> mm. It's always nice. Mm. My tanning lines. Blah, blah, blah. Tanning nah, lines. Nah, nah. I got my Apple Watch that I don't even wear, but you can check the tanning line. Oh, you're going to... Oh, I, I don't have it on because I want to try and tan the wrist <laughs> this weekend. I'm hoping to get some wrist sun just hanging out the car window or something. Um, I drank some coffee Big to problems. get ready for the show. Full full confession. I drank some coffee. And when I sit and it's quiet and I'm not looking at the internet or anything, I get these ideas, just thoughts sometimes float into my head. And this is this is the thought that floated into my head while I was sipping coffee. I, I took a sip and it was very quiet. And I said, first, I brought coffee to the masses. Now, the masses bring coffee to me. What? I don't know what that is. I don't know where that what that idea. I don't know if that belongs in a movie or a play or if that's just like a great concept of like I brought coffee to the masses. And is that now, a voice in your head? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I know I personally didn't bring coffee to the masses, but I'm thinking like maybe the first guy that ever like discovered coffee and gave it to people and it's like he became so rich that now he has people that serve him coffee, you know? I'm pretty sure that's that's not how history works, but okay. <laughs> That's not how history works. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pixels Weekly, our video game podcast. <laughs> and sometimes coffee. Should we just start again? I'm Ryan. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh-huh. Guys, what's on the plate? What's hodgepodge this week? Apparently, there's counterfeit coffee that you need to worry about. Really? Is that I your can't. real hodgepodge? Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. Transition. No, no, no. It, Smooth it really transitions. is a thing, though. Oh really? I'm not. I'm not making this up. I know I say. Crazy Is it like things. blood coffee? No, it's it's counterfeit coffee. Is blood Is coffee like, the, like blood diamonds? Probably. Who knows? We're bad at video game podcasts, you guys. Uh, <laughs> Super bad. But but yes. seriously, um, speaking of counterfeit coffee. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Bad news is that Avalanche Studios, which is known for creating Disney Infinity, is officially closing. Yes. And that's my favorite game. I love that game. I saw this. I actually owned some of the Star Wars figures in, and I bought the base to try it out. I didn't really love the game, but it, the figures are great. The fi- I think the figures are the best among like the Amiibo and the Skylanders. Yeah. Disney Infinity had the best 
figures. Incredibly and, consistent. Yes. And in terms of like co-op playing, it really was it's a fun it's a fun game. I like that my little house that I build and I like playing with my fiance. So you can build a, a house in that there. Sorry. Yeah. I'm interrupting you too much. It's the coffee. It's the, it's you, the you go. coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you have a house. There's a house. There's you can decorate it. It's like you can do so many things. Right. And soon it's gonna be gone. So sad. Did they did they say why they were cutting it? It's just losing money. Uh, it's actually it's not losing money. It's not that it did poorly. They overestimated the value of it. And that's why they're like, oh, it didn't make the numbers we wanted it to make, but it did make really good numbers, but we're still canceling it. I can't stand that, man. I can't stand it when I just don't like the culture at all of guess how much money this is going to make. Oh, it was still successful, but not quite as successful as we guessed it might be. Cancel it. Yeah. And the part that's really, really, really sucky is that they just released... Marvel Battlegrounds, which was a 4v4, like kind of like a battle arena mode for the game. There's, it was supposed to go for every single movie franchise that they had coming out, and it's ending with Finding Dory. And I think personally, had they not done the annuals, like 1.0, 2.0, and 3.0, it might have done a little bit better. But 3.0 is good. 3.0 and 1.0 is really good. 2.0 is kind of like, eh. The, mm. the characters are still something that you love. Right. But 3.0 and 1.0 really did set the standard, and it should have been, that's a game that should have been DLC and not full games each yeah. and every time. Trying to sell you a base station, too. Well, <laughs> my uh, hodgepodge for the week is ba 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 bum 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 uncharted you guys oh my goodness i am in the like middle it. of it are, are you excited about uncharted yannick i am not but i mean <laughs> i am like, i am no. i am i am but i never i never played any of them and yeah. i have been um following the hype train quite a bit in those last month mm-hmm. buying all sorts of new games like the dark souls 3 which i don't regret uh, Overwatch is pre-ordered, which I don't regret. Uh, but I wanted to take a little bit of a break and, and focus on those um, focus on those um, focus on those games. And also, life is a little bit busy right now, so yeah. Uh, I just kind of like took a step back and I was like, "Hold on, hold your horses. It looks dope, but wait a minute. Maybe you'll be a wise man and you'll be an adult when you buy it at thirty bucks." Um, but I will buy it and I will I will try it. I will jump into it. Well, the I'll multiplayer s- look sounds really fun, surprisingly. Well, I, by the time you buy it, maybe it won't be anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, why you have to buy it right at day one to enjoy the multiplayer <laughs> when there's still people to play with. Yeah. Exactly. I will say that um, I'll tell you a brief, very briefly my history with Uncharted is I picked up a PlayStation 3 soon after the price drop after it launched um, because I was kind of an Xbox guy, and I didn't really feel the need for a PS3. And then I got that big, chunky piano black with the Spider-Man font PS3, and I got Uncharted with it. I played it a little bit. Um, I also played Resistance. And I was like, ah, I think I made a mistake spending 500 bucks or whatever it is on this PS3. 
uh, and I just traded in the PS3. Later on, uh, just a few years ago, as soon after I met you guys, uh, I was living in New York, and I had I picked up a PlayStation 3, super, super slim, on the cheap, and I played uh, Uncharted 1, 2, and 3, because everybody was like, these are great games. Um, and I played them all, and it's funny because they're three different games at three different spans in the PlayStation 3's life cycle. So Uncharted 1 is very much a launch title. It looks and feels and plays like an old game. Um, uh, and you can see kind of the mechanics of action games and shooters mature with each of those releases. And it's it's created by it's published by Sony, created by uh the Sony uh owned Naughty Dog uh in Santa Monica. Are they in Santa Monica? Um, yeah, they're somewhere in California. Yeah, they're they're in the kind of <laughs> lower part of California. Oh, and that sunny place. Yeah, that's right. And they the studio has made so many games, uh they've uh most famously started off PlayStation 1 days with a game that I loved. I was a big PlayStation fan. Crash Bandicoot. You know? Loved the Crash Bandicoot games. They ended up going and making the Jack and Daxters. I didn't really play those. A lot of people love Jack and Daxter. Um, Then they went into Uncharted. And after Uncharted 3, they put out The Last of Us. And The Last of Us was kind of... I played it after playing Uncharted 1, 2, and 3. So Uncharted 1, 2, and 3... Like, I was a fan of Crash Bandicoot. I became aware of, as an older person, Naughty Dog during Uncharted 1, 2, and 3, and increasingly a fan of their work. Then The Last of Us blew me out of the water. It it really was a, a total life-changing game for me. And Uncharted 4 um, has has The Last of Us fingerprints all over it. There's there's a lot of mechanics in the game um, and things that they've changed that um, feel so good, but at the same time, don't fear if you're thinking that they're going to make a you know dire post-apocalyptic game like they did with The Last of Us. Uncharted still Uncharted. The vistas are beautiful. The action is bombastic. Things are exploding and collapsing all around, uh, and there's plenty of platforming to be done. In fact. I have to tell you guys, this is the best-looking game I have ever seen. <laughs> and if you don't believe me, um, go to PixelsWeekly.com, where I've just added in to our blog a massive, it's called Massive Uncharted 4 Photo Gallery, where I've taken so many screenshots since I started playing the game, and there was, like, the in-game looks like concept art. It just looks like concept art. You guys should... Just go, if you're, I tried to keep it as spoiler-free as possible. You can go and see all these photos. They're all screenshotted from PS4 uh, 1080p, as far as I know. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's my guess. And you'll just see, Naughty Dog has become so good at in-game uh, and in-engine facial animations and character expression and from Uncharted 1 with The Last of Us and Uncharted 4, their storytelling has become so much more sophisticated. And when I talk about the the beauty and attention to detail and the polish, I'm talking about I was underground holding a flashlight. I was with kind of the buddy partner who was with me. And then my flashlight, I happened to like look around the room 
And at one point, the flash like grazed his face and he like squinted his eyes. Because he was having a, <laughs> like, like, ugh, that light is bright. Um, light shines through leaves and people's hair. Um, characters after, after certain events, you know, Nate, physically, you can see him straining to reach the next ledge as opposed to just automatically jump, 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 climb, 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 very... Uncharted 1 is almost like comic book Mario in comparison to Uncharted 4. Um, there's Realistic. even great games, though. It's like an adventure simulation. Yeah, it's true. And and I think uh, Naughty Dog calls it high adventure, and it totally is. There's, there's even this mechanic of a couple times you're in vehicles, uh, and I won't say which vehicles, <laughs> just so people don't have too much spoil for them, but if you... There's dialogue happening with other characters that are in the vehicle with you. If you get out of the vehicle, he says, and and you can't predict when you get out of the vehicle. You can just jump out anytime you want. Your guy goes, hey, hold, hold on a second. Hold that thought. You can go out, do whatever you want, spend as much time as you want. When you get back in, he goes, hey, wh- wh- what were you saying again? And the other guys actually respond with like, oh, yeah, where was I? And, oh, yeah, we were talking about this. And then they continue the conversation. I was like, I don't even know how you did that. <laughs> I don't know how they stopped a real-time conversation, started it up, and made it not feel like robots were having it. There's the same kind of mechanic in GTA sometimes when you would just, like, crash your car onto a pole or on, have a pretty much an accident. They'd be like, oh, and then they would... <laughs> They would keep. They would. Re, they would continue their conversation, but not truly. Just like, just like you were describing, not with the other guy asking the question. What were you saying again? Oh yeah, uh, blah blah blah. Right. Like, it was just more of a. Uh, it was just more of a um, cut and then resume the com- the the audio of the conversation inside the game. I will tell you this. Um, before you jump into Uncharted for Yannick, uh, if you ch- jump into the Uncharted at all. And uh, I think you should. I would play one, two, and three. You can get them in the Uncharted collection. I think I saw it on sale last week at Best Buy for twenty bucks. So um, that's pretty good. It's probably going to be marked down with the newest one out. But I would say that one, two, and three are required. Like if this was a movie series, it's required viewing uh, for four because there's so much in four that talks about those events or references them so much about uncharted 4 is made better and more special and just uh like there are parts in this game that have me laughing out loud and uh, there's a part very early on that actually made me jump off my couch and like scream in excitement that i won't spoil for you guys if you haven't had uh hopefully no spoilers no spoilers, no spoilers. You're, done, you're not done yet yeah. How many hours is the game? Um, Uncharted's typically overstay their welcome, actually. Uh, they're always like, by, I would say in every Uncharted, by chapter 15 or so, I feel like it should be the end, and they're always like 24 chapters long. So um, play Uncharted 1, 2, and 3. You can get them all in one pack. Uh, it's it's really exp- Uncharted 1, I would say blow through it on easy or normal that game has very weird difficulty spikes but uncharted's typically going a little too long um i would say i'm probably i don't know how many hours in i can check 
it feels like about 12. Okay. Um, and I can't so it's tell. like easy to consume. Yeah. I would say Uncharted's never run more than like 20 hours. And they're start to finish. And, and from what every reviewer said, this is a great send-off for the series. And all the content thus far has been really great. So I can't wait to see what the end has in store. The Nathan Drake story has always been really good. That and it gave it gave us Nolan North, guys. Yeah, yeah, Nolan North, the voice actor for yeah, Nathan Drake is, uh, and and I will tell you that Nathan Drake's story is made much more realistic, better, and way more fleshed out in Uncharted Four because actually it's a new writer. the The guy heading up Uncharted Four is Neil Druckmann, who's the guy who was also heading up Last of Us, following the previous storyteller at Naughty Dog, Amy Hennig's departure to go work on Star Wars games at EA. So Amy Hennig tended tended to make things a little Indiana Jones and a little, like, pop, you know, culture-y. Not pop culture but, like, pop noir, you know, maybe not pop. Pulp is the word I'm looking for. <laughs> a little bit more pulp uh, in her stories. Pink. But um, this story feels very grounded, very realistic, Um and, and in my opinion, so far, it's been the best Uncharted I've played. It's more what I want out of a game than um, than just kind of the fun romps. And it is fun, but I mean, like, this is fun with a touch of sadness and melancholy and, and uh, just grounding in character development. All right, that's it for me. I've talked too long. Yannick, what's your hodgepodge? Yeah, I'm going to compensate with a short hodgepodge. Um <laughs> <laughs> Just quickly about the game that uh, we might we might expand on in in this month, uh, the uh, Overwatch beta last week even being extended one more day than expected. He wrapped up wrapped on May 10 instead of May 9th. Oh. Uh, Blizzard just extended it yeah by one day. Um, so on a period of time of seven days, they've had on this open beta they've had 9.7 million players. Oh wow. Uh, trying the game uh so you didn't have to pre-order it or anything uh i'm trying I, I was trying to find out i couldn't really find it if the um the, the the division beta had more i think they had more people trying it um mm-hmm. but i didn't try it so i didn't try the, the beta of, of the division uh, and i did play a, a lot a lot of fun matches on overwatch and i know a lot of friends of mine that are gonna jump in with me with so i'm really really excited for may 24th in 10 days and alongside with that which i really love like from blizzard and you can we can expand on blizzard in a minute uh but that really shows uh those kind of uh, those kind of things really show that blizzard have the experience right now uh they uh published i think it was on reddit or it was on a forum on battle.net um they just outlined a policy around overwatch and around cheating uh, people would have uh, multiple channels to report, and they will be watching, uh, obviously, the forum, and you can report in-game as well. Um, and if you are, if you turn out to be uh, taken on the spot and taken, being uh, charged as a cheater, you will be banned forever. They won't be temporary banned. Yeah. They won't be uh, warnings. They'll be just like, you cheating, you out forever. Like you won't with that Battle.net account that you're using, you won't be able to join anymore, and and that's a it's a big it's a big deal. All of those um, multiplayer uh, maintainers, multiplayer game developers, 
uh, I've always taken it slightly uh, uh, too softly, in my opinion, and I think that's just the right amount of uh, that just the right amount of um, of uh, security around to protect us around cheaters. Mm. So really good news. Uh, excited to see what what's coming up. Uh, excited to see what content they're gonna bring up. Excited to see that competitive play mode that wasn't available in the open beta. Um, and amazing to see like a, a cheating free zone in uh, in Overwatch. Obviously, Overwatch with all the mechanics will have a, all sorts of wizardry where people are just gonna be trapped and be like, "Oh, it's cheating!" It's like, no, that just made that just stuck you into his own her own wall or ice wall. But that's that's okay. That's part of the game. But that's gonna be fun. Coming up May 24th, um, almost 10 million people, people played it. So all, all, platform, um, all platform included, PlayStation 4, PC, and Xbox One. And one last bit of news on Overwatch, because the more we get into it, the more we have um, precisions, uh, the more details we get. They won't be a Mac version, which is something unusual oh, for Blizzard. Man. They have always made sure they release their games on PC and Mac. And now they're obviously uh, taking the I don't know what what difficulties they ran into porting into Mac, but they're only gonna try to get it running on PC. What you know the difficulty, Sandy? Systems. Uh, the John Carmack really said know. it too. John Carmack said uh, it's the same reason for like VR. The reason why they're not gonna it's too much work. It's too much of a hassle to make sure the game runs well on a Mac, and it doesn't run exactly how you want it to run like i love my mac i do not like playing blizzard games on my mac i play them on my pc because it looks so much better yeah i i don't necessarily disagree with you there but i have played i'm i'm a mac guy and i've been a mac guy for a number of years now and i play diablo 3 starcraft 2 world of warcraft i've played all these blizzard games on my mac and they all run fine enough, and it's just weird to me that like Blizzard, with a team of people that clearly are doing either Mac ports or working on Mac stuff, would would walk away from the platform. And 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 John Carmack's quote, I felt like about VR was about the fact that Macs don't typically pack in the latest greatest desktop graphics cards, and Macs probably might never do that. You know who knows, but um, it, it's a it's just weird to me. Maybe Overwatch just looks too good, but I feel like if my Xbox can run it, you know, my my Mac could probably pull it off. Another th- take on this is that maybe they will. Um, they are just really focusing and orientating. Yeah, they're they're focused on a crowd that will be interested into the multiplayer competitive. Yeah. Uh, aspect of it, and, and that's not Mac people. They will know. <laughs> they will know that. Yeah, and they will know that the tournament. They will know that the events. They will know that all the. All the things will turn around PC, like you will find PC set up at those tournaments or events or whatnot, yeah. whatever you can think of. So that may be that may be my guess. It's don't take don't take my word for granted. No, don't you know? I'm not I'm not I'm I'm not part of Blizzard. I'm just trying to guess here. But um, but yeah, it might it might be the reason why I don't know. Although to be fair. To be fair, guys, what is the game that everybody always compares Overwatch to? Team Fortress. Team Fortress, which runs and works on a Mac. Just saying. Uh, yeah. It took a while for it to run on a Mac. That's true. And they did a 
Like, if you downloaded the game on a Mac, you got a, the pair of the uh, white earbuds. I remember. And my fiancé has them. He stopped playing Team Fortress, TF2, because every time he would go on, he would get automatic messages like, hey, we really want those earbuds. I'll give you $500. Because the earbuds are like the basis, weirdly the basis of the TF2 economy because there was only a finite number <laughs> given out. No, seriously, like there's that's the only rarity. It's, there's a, Idle Thumbs talked about this, but it's they called it a bud-based economy. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we can totally get around to uh, that another time. So I, I'm secretly hoping in the background, maybe you know, a couple years from now, when you know they they're just maximizing profits on an existing IP, that we might see a Mac version, or who knows, in a couple years, depending on how often the consoles upgrade themselves, maybe I'll just get a PC instead, so I can buy a, a you know just a new graphics card whenever I need one instead of a new console, even though they're priced basically the same. Um, guys, this week editorial, we're talking about Blizzard. We're talking about all things Blizzard, and let me uh, talk to the people, give you guys, if you don't know it already, a rundown of the history of this company we are always talking about in this show, Blizzard Entertainment. In 1991, February 8th of 1991, according to Wikipedia, <laughs> they were actually formed uh, as Silicon and Synapse from three UCLA graduates, uh... Mike, uh, Michael Morhaime, Frank Pierce, and Alan Adam. Um, Mike Morhaime. Morhaime, is that how you say it? Yeah. Morhaime, love it. Morhaime. Uh, and they were doing a lot of port work uh, in the early 90s, including uh, uh, work on chess games and all sorts of stuff like that. And it was uh, in 1993 they came out with their first game, uh, Silicon and Synapse did, Rock and Roll Racing. And The Lost Vikings, which is is still known to many Blizzard fans. Uh, And in 1994, they renamed themselves Chaos Studios for just a little bit (laughs) until they were bought um, by a distributor company that distributes games. Because back when Blizzard was working in the early 90s, you needed someone to make your CDs and boxes and sell your games. Um, And they decided to become Blizzard Entertainment Inc., which is an interesting statement, and more than just games, entertainment. Then, uh, in 1994, the end of 1994, they developed their first uh, their first game that people probably know as one of their big games. They started Warcraft Orcs and Humans, uh, which was a real-time strategy game. It's the type of game where you kind of select these units, you move them around. Um, it was made by them and published by Interplay. Uh, and it was for the MS DOS <laughs> version in 1994. You got to remember, this is just right when Windows 95 was becoming a thing, or before Windows 95 even. Then in '96, they bought a place called Condor Games, uh, who was working on a game, and then they renamed Condor Blizzard North. And then you probably haven't heard about this next game, but I guess I'll tell you about it anyway. Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, the action role-playing game we always talk about. Now, uh, Diablo came out in uh, December of 96, and uh, very shortly after, one month later, they launched this little service uh, that was actually really innovative at the time, and now it seems mainstream, Battle.net, which was a way f- to connect people who played Blizzard games with one another. They could 
chat and they could have friends on the service and a persistent list and this started Diablo's trading and there was a whole black market of you could go and buy Diablo items on like eBay and PayPal and backdoor transactions because people really love these games. Um obviously Blizzard uh came out with StarCraft which is very Warcrafty and uh, eventually World of Warcraft in 2005 that at its peak had 12 million subscribers paying them the somewhere in the ballpark of 15 bucks a month now that number has shrunk to 5.5 million but that makes it the really the only hugely successful subscription mmo ever um even more so than everquest which was kind of the beginning of that market they're now uh they made a 1.1 billion dollars in 2015 um and they've got almost 5000 employees so blizzard went from a startup with uh, a few college grads to this massive massive company that is actually now a subsidiary of activision um and they're technically officially i believe activision blizzard but um they still own and operate kind of their own things. And I just wanted to uh, start off by maybe talking about, you know, when you guys remember your first, what was your first Blizzard experience or what what was your first Blizzard game? Um, and maybe when did you become aware that Blizzard was even the company? The first game I played was Diablo 2. Mm, really? Huh. Diablo 2. And that's because when I was living in Queens, uh... I went to an internet cafe, and I played, I want to say, Counter-Strike and got demolished. So I didn't want to play that anymore. And they were like, you should play Diablo 2. But my friends were using me to grind gear, and that was not fun. <laughs> <laughs> Although Counter-Strike, very different game from Diablo 2. Yeah. Well, they're like, stop giving away kills, Sandy. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Because no one explains to me the inverted controls and how that's a thing that my brain does. Oh. Until 10 years ago. <laughs> uh, Your game doesn't until, <laughs> until last week. <laughs> no, it was like my um, my fiance like probably helped me set up the controls. And he's like, is this weird for you? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, you need inverted controls. And I'm like, yes. Finally, now I can play all the games. Wow. But I didn't, I didn't know two, like the brain was set up for that. I thought it was just a question of habit. No, it's, it's, how, it's how I think. I think... Strangely enough. Oh, I don't think that's strange. Brains are allowed to be so, different. You're a snowflake, Sandy. You're a beautiful <laughs> snowflake. Don't lie to me. <laughs> that doesn't melt. And then from from Diablo 2, I went to World of Warcraft. Yeah. And I'm still getting through the Burning Crusade because I'm like... <laughs> lore. <laughs> no. Lore. <laughs> no, wait a second. You're... You, you, Burning Crusade, like the latest expansion or the first ever expansion? The first one, because I'm doing it in order. So I have all the games. I have all the expansions. I've got World of Warcraft. I've got Draenor. I've got Burning Crusade. I have all of them. But I'm playing through the story and I'm doing all the side quests because I'm a masochist. Oh, my God. <laughs> I it, it, Funny thing that. is, like, I can barely tell you what the story is of World of Warcraft. Like, I, Yeah, me too. <laughs> It's so expanded, so big that you're like, all right, yeah. I guess I'm just I'm just gonna do that quest. And who's up for a raid? 
<laughs> dungeon finder. Dungeon oh, finder, that's, dungeon that's finder. the. I never knew that about you. Yeah, well, I, I play we'll, every, we'll keep on checking on the progress on the World of Warcraft of you. More progress. Yeah. And I also have. The, I pre-ordered the collector's edition for Legion. You you should so. not be allowed to. <laughs> It should not be allowed. You know. should just like, do an ID at, check at, at the door. No, 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 no. At this no, rhythm, they will give you Legion for free. Why don't you? Can't you just read at a the, book? Like, don't they have books? It's some, you know, that just summarizes stuff. I think they do. Seriously, it's, not, it's not the same because it's a different storyline. No. Like right now, I'm playing as games a Draenei. Better. I want. I want You're the doing Draenei every story. race's storyline. No, just the, the humans and the Draenei. Okay, I was gonna say this is madness. <laughs> I'm doing all the races and their classes, and then I start over again. I really want to see what what night elf hunters have to say about this world. Oh my goodness! Oh, that's 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 dedication. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yannick, how about you? What was your? When did you like become a, a, a you know? What was your first Blizzard game? I guess the first one was StarCraft, and I don't know how. I don't know how StarCraft mm. ended up in my computer, but I was playing it a ton. <laughs> I didn't know, I don't know how to, so like, you know, you know, like it wasn't, I don't know, I don't remember how I bought it. I probably still have it at home. I have the CDs. I have the Diablo 2. What is it? The Lord of something. Lord of Destruction. Lord of Diablo 2. Yeah, the the expansion. Lord of Destruction. Lord of Destruction, yeah. And then, uh, and I actually started playing Diablo 2 with the expansion. I've been, I was watching people playing Diablo 2 a lot, like my best friend and his brother playing Diablo 2 a lot, but I never got... To buy it and i was like oh the expansion's coming out now it's my time to jump in it um but yeah before never played any more any of the warcraft uh you know the the most famous one being warcraft 3 yeah. even with the pressure of warcraft 3 being really really good i never really got into it but no starcraft i played i played a ton you know and you could only play against bot right or you could you could you could potentially connect to pc for a land party but yes well they once bla- uh, battle.net because starcraft came out in 98 so battle.net would have been a thing but unless you had like aol or some like persistent online connection you wouldn't have been able to play with anyone right. else and if right. the lag and was I, so bad it probably wasn't worth playing with anyone else oh yeah yeah i wasn't i wasn't able to yeah i don't think i had internet when i got starcraft yeah i don't think um that was that was yeah old school stuff but i can probably find again the the cd and you know how the cd boxes were they were like the, the size of the cd they were not the they were not the book size case they yeah. were like the they were the jewel know. case right just the jewel case yeah the jewel case yeah and um but i don't i don't remember i just remember having so much fun uh like the human that with the terran with the um what are the classes again terran the protoss and uh, Mm -hmm. protoss and yeah and i would like you know play one after the other and i would like make like one v one v one v one battles on the map and that was yeah, that was really fun uh and then i jumped into like i said diablo 2 lord of destruction then i uh in 2005 i think i started world of warcraft played it for an entire year and a half or two years exclusively mm-hmm. like i wasn't playing anything else except maybe sometimes fifa to decompress but not much else or pes at the at, at the time um but yeah and then um since world of warcraft i mean we played heroes of the storm together but i haven't really got gotten back into it i felt like the all the blizzards game whichever they are uh wherever they try to get you to like they 
they want you to spend a lot of hours on it <laughs> to fully fully experience them like they won't be casual i mean they can be casual in the way you play it but they won't be casual in the amount of in the in the way you play video games like it's not you won't put it put it down after playing two hours and be like oh and i i get to know everything first off you're having fun yeah second you know second you 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 get this feeling of trying to get better and and progress well i forget who said it specifically but uh, uh blizzard was kind of famous for using this this adage that they probably did not invent but uh is super solid and at the core of all of their modern games and franchises which is blizzard games should be easy to learn and difficult to master and when they say that they essentially mean like their game should be easy to pick up kind of figure it out play it and have an enjoyable experience but also if you're the kind of person that uh, expects deep systems or you want uh, to you know maximize and really master something then it's something that you can instead of spending 10 hours with spend a thousand hours with and really become yeah. uh you know aficionado of it i think my first blizzard game my uncle came to me when we got our first like windows 98 computer um which is kind of two years after it had come out um and he had the cd of diablo because back then there was no digital rights management or steam or anything you just had to somebody gave you the cd can i borrow that cd um get a crack (laughs) crack right and you type in the key and sometimes it would work on the internet or not you just needed the sticker or whatever that's so funny that that's basically the same way that's done now which is insane but um yeah you get this key and you type it in and i was playing this diablo and i was probably 11 or 12 uh, in 98 i was 12 in 98 so that was like the perfect age for me to be like whoa like demons like this is cool <laughs> you know right on the cusp of being a teenager and wanting to be you know more mature and like into cool stuff and mortal Kombat and stuff was in the you know um the lexicon uh you know at that point so it seemed very cool um then I got into StarCraft, really loved StarCraft, and Brood War, the expansion. Then I think uh, the next one for me was Diablo 2, Warcraft 3, uh, just a little bit of Warcraft 3. I just wanted a new StarCraft, and they didn't make it until until literally, <laughs> what, 12 years <laughs> later. Blizzard is also famous <laughs> for that. Diablo 2 comes out in 2000, Diablo 3 2012 so if you like like a nice 12 year break in between your games um that's probably what's gonna happen between wow and wow 2 even though i know even though expansions are still coming out but wow 2 like what can it be what could it be well if uh, 20 years you have to wait like i have to wait to be grandparents granddad to see a, a <laughs> i was wow gonna say you out. see that but world of warcraft came out in 2004 it's 12 years later i'm ready for a new world of warcraft let me okay two-part question what's the next sequel you want from blizzard what is a new version of one of their existing ips that you really really want to get your hands on right now you would pay a hundred bucks to play x right now i would say starcraft but not not world of warcraft world of warcraft is forever (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of scary sounding it's it's forever it's i mean uh, we're getting world of warcraft sequels already right well they're expansions but it's not like i would love world of warcraft 2 to like look new and have different mechanics and a new story and all that stuff 
it's it's literally the world of Warcraft. <laughs> no, but worlds can be rebooted all the, the time. Go talk to JJ Abrams. <laughs> Oh, yeah, just, we'll just no, I would give it. I would give $200 bucks if I would give easy $200 bucks if I could get WoW 2 in next year. Yeah. Like easy. Me too. I totally yeah, would. Like dude, that's the only that's the only one right now. I'd do the, 200 bucks and I'd still give you 15 bucks a month Blizzard. Do you hear? <laughs> Cuz you got you got Heroes of the Storm that you know looks really fun and refreshed in terms of graphics. Overwatch in 10 days. So that's a new franchise we're going to be able to dive in, a new world we can experience. In a, like you said, a new thing that we think we can, you know, get a grasp on and it'd be like, oh, shit, is someone's better than me over there. I'm going to have to master that stuff and play a lot. Yeah. Um, but the other, yeah, and then StarCraft is, is out there. still looks pretty good. I'm not really interested by it. I feel like it's more of a, uh, it's kind of like the other halo 5 for me you know like there's such a niche small community around that game mm-hmm. like and i and i see and it, i see it's really fun but it's really just hard to dive right in and and and, and get a feel for it um but but yeah like a new wow no no doubt now i quite like starcraft's campaign huh? so you'd want wow too i quite like i was saying i like starcraft's campaign new starcraft yes starcraft there's no new world of warcraft because those fans are diehard, oh and if you touch those servers, someone's there. There will be blood. There was an EverQuest too. Now, I will give. I, I will give. I will give a. Uh, I will give a comment to to my strong uh, desire to like. I will add something something else to it. Um, if they ever work with those guys that were. Actually, I learned they were French. The guys that were running the Nostalgia Reuse um, uh, OG server, you know, where you were the OG, uh, the legacy servers, I think is all it's called. Yeah. Uh, and server, they kind of work on server. progressive servers. Um, something that people have signed petition on uh, to get pretty soon. I would I would jump right in as well. Um, definitely. I would try to get a PC set up and, and jump back into it uh, if they... If they were to bring back those kind of servers where everything starts from scratch, no, not not from scratch, but no power boost, you know, just like legit leveling and 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 legit grind, I would probably get back on it. Um, that'd be a good thing. I mean, I don't want to play, you know, you know, like the temptation and the people around you to like, why you don't, don't you just have power to level play it? With the power like, boost. You want to play the raid? You just have to power level. Like, what? What you have to worry about it? Like, I still want to farm for that sword for days. I still want to have that small uh, drop rate. You know, I still want to deal with the loot table of molten core. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't want to go. You know, that's wow. that's, that's probably. And I don't. <laughs> but then the difference is, I'm currently paying them fifteen dollars a month to play that game whenever I want. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, yeah, they're down to 5.5 million people now, though, Yannick. And uh, not that that's that's nothing to scoff at. I mean, if that's times 15, quick math, 15 times 5, that's 75-ish million dollars a month that they make out of their uh, World of Warcraft fans. So, nice chunk of change. Um, Although, that's nothing in comparison to their $1 billion in revenue, right? Which is now starting to come from games like hearthstone which is their their card game collectible card game for all the platforms basically including your phone and 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 tablet and um 
things like uh, I think Overwatch could end up making them a lot of money too. So nine, nine, nine and Overwatch, seven. you said, had more people try it. Nine point seven million people tried Overwatch. Yeah, on the beta. Mm-hmm. Crazy, right? And so that's yeah. that's nearly double the WoW subscriber base. So like, I know Sandy, you said don't ever shut down WoW, but like, if if Overwatch ends up making you more money and you have 10 million people there and, you know, WoW is 75 million, much less revenue, and 5.5 million, like, businesses have to do math at some point. Yeah, but Overwatch is, like, single. You buy it once, and then maybe you buy some cosmetics for, like, a dollar or so here and there. Nothing really that affects the gameplay versus uh, World of Warcraft. It's the game, the expansion price, plus the monthly subscription not including anything else that you might be interested in. Yeah, they've got a lot of cosmetic stuff, stuff. and they've got a lot of different things that you can buy to affect your in-game character. But uh, still, even with that, and I'm sure it makes more than $75 million a month, I'm sure it makes a lot more with all the extra stuff you can buy. What I'm saying is... (laughs) and whenever you pre-order i pre-ordered overwatch they were like we'll give you a wow pet and i was like yeah i'm in (laughs) i'll give you a hearthstone card theme i was like yeah that's that's what i I want out of you blizzard they they do such a good job of like buy our new game and we'll give you stuff for the games that you already love and i feel like they're the only company that's ever done that really well and they're gonna have uh yeah in ears of the storm they're gonna have um What's her name? Pager? Like the Overwatch? Um, I forgot about Heroes of the Storm. That... Tracer. Not Pager. Oh, by the way, in terms Tracer. of Overwatch not making money because it's just cosmetics, it's not like League of Legends isn't raking in the most cash that's ever been. Right, yeah. no, like Dota, Dota makes a lot of money. League of Legends makes a lot of money. It's just, I think, comparing apples to apples, I feel like WoW is going to be the moneymaker for a long time. And with Legion coming out, we're going to see that spike from, like, 5 million to 9 million. Easy. Yeah. But for, you know, two months, maybe. It's still, like, two months. A million people. <laughs> I know. It's a lot of money. And it's the price of the game. I guess if I wanted, you know, another sequel out of Blizzard, I for me, it's probably a new Diablo. I would, I'll, I'll totally take an expansion to Diablo 3 because I think it's a fine game, but... Like, ooh, my goodness. A Diablo 4, especially, that is a little bit more medieval in terms of, like, being closer to Diablo 2. I would... And maybe a little bit more... Like, maybe Diablo, I think... A bit more OG. Yeah, a bit more OG. And what I mean by that is, like, Diablo 3 kind of came out in a time before games like Bloodborne and Dark Souls were, like, super, super popular. Or as popular as they are now. And I think that there's maybe some hardcore mechanics that came from those games in terms of whether it's combat or just how punishing they can be that maybe would feel good in a diablo certainly environmentally they would feel amazing pie in the sky you could take any genre you wanted and you said blizzard go make a this kind of game what would you do they have touched on everything right now. They they have something in MOBA. They have something in MMO. They're gonna have a yeah. FPS. Uh, they're all very well done and all very well actually right now focused on multiplayer. Right? I mean, exclusively, mm-hmm. all they do is multiplayer. Um, yeah, which thankfully they invented Battle.net and <laughs> you know back in the day. Yeah, I would want to see them something doing something <laughs> like the adventure games, just like Uncharted Four that we talked about earlier. I would want to see what they would be capable of doing with that. Like, yeah, try to surprise everybody with a, a completely different game type that you haven't 
and you know not a it won't be a, a money machine it won't be a money maker that much but it will just unless show. it's get good multiplayer and, and that, that, it might <laughs> and I, and I love the fact that you're asking us mm -hmm. what next sequel because you're already assuming whatever we we can wish for whatever will be true or false the next thing that they're gonna gonna come up with have a strong chance to be good to be really good and to be enjoyable yes. to a lot of people which is hard to do it can be enjoyable to a few uh pe some people watch like watch dogs you know some people do that but mm -hmm. um you know way many way more many people like starcraft way more people like diablo way more people like warcraft 3 or overwatch um Even though Overwatch, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm taking a bet here, but whatever they come out with is good. So let me, yeah, show me more of that danger zone that you haven't jumped into and show me an adventure game. Show me some solo action, some campaign, some stuff like that. Sandy, how about you? They're so good with their story. What would be really, really different would be a game set in modern day. Yeah. Perhaps. That's interesting. Not not really something so deep rooted in fantasy. Yeah. Like we have fantasy, we have science fiction, we have n now Overwatch in the near future. You know, maybe something set in like modern day, right? I hope right now. Overwatch is in the near future because there's an ape. I don't know. <laughs> there's an ape in there. That's, that's or that's gorilla. My near there's a gorilla. <laughs> yeah, well, gorillas yeah. are apes. Are they? I mean the pla the planet of apes it has a gorilla, right? Oh God! I just offended a bunch of apes slash gorillas, didn't I? They're all the same, you uh, apes. You people all look alike to me. <laughs> you species all look alike. I totally agree with you, both of you guys. I want like Blizzard is great at storytelling, and there's Blizzard has also been known throughout the years for their amazing cinematics. Almost all their games have these movie sequences that you're like. And it totally makes sense that they're making a movie because, like, your jaw hits the floor of, like, I can't eat when each of them came out. The movies, the movie sequences, the cutscenes, cinematics were always state of the art, jaw dropping. You know, you can go back and look at, like, Diablos now and be like, this looks corny, but, like, go watch a new World of Warcraft cutscene or go watch one of the it's latest. So good. Yeah. Starcraft? It's insane, right? It's it, Starcraft, so good. Um, and aside from what you said about quality, Yannick, aside from maybe a couple of games, which I haven't played, so I don't want to speak to, like Lost Vikings 2 and Justice League Task Force for the Super <laughs> Nintendo, both of those games were for Super Nintendo, since Warcraft and Warcraft 2, Diablo, Diablo 2, Starcraft, Starcraft 2, these, Blizzard, you can just count on them to make this incredibly quality game and... As a developer, they have an unprecedented level of support for their games. Mm -hmm. Like, the game that Warcraft is now, World of Warcraft is now, is nothing like what World of Warcraft was when it first came out. Not just because of expansions, but because even with vanilla, World of Warcraft, which is the first one, they would tweak things. And they'd be like, this weapon does too much damage, let's lower it. And this thing is too weak, let's make it stronger. And they... Guys, I, I think the latest patch of Diablo 2 was like a month ago. <laughs> that game is 16 yeah, years old. That's a very good point. Um, that's in, you know, and Diablo 3, uh, it got horrible, well, not horrible, but it got mediocre to bad reception when it first came out because it had this real money auction house and you could buy items out of your physical wallet because they were trying to solve this extra economy thing. They recognize their mistakes, same game, they 
changed the way items drop. They took out the real money auction house. They made item trading a thing. And they, they just it just kept going until it was a Blizzard quality, Blizzard polished game. Now, we've all, uh, we've all kind of like, um, we all love Blizzard here. And uh, I'm, I'm not excluding myself from you, but we've all had really positive remarks about all those games and about all they do. And if there is something negative and some kind of concern I would put on about this um, video game company, uh, as much as the the, the mm-hmm. games are great, I'm I'm just afraid that they will take advantage of, it and then they will be overconfident about the games they make, and they will um, kind of like shift even more how their games work and try to try to sneak try to get a little bit more money out of our pocket and try to and 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 draw that line a little bit further up on the side of pay to win i'm i'm concerned that you know you see that in wow right now and yeah. that's just how a mmo rpg life cycle works right at the beginning everything is og you leveled up that's the only the only way you can level up is killing people now you can refer a friend you can have boosters you can have stuff like that but i'm i'm worried that more and more with the new games they're putting out with the money that the current games are making once a next franchise or once a new thing is coming out they will not be like they will do mistakes in drawing the fine line in like what is pay to win and what is not they love the games that they they make so i hardly believe that can happen but if there is a concern i have to raise it might be this one um doing multiple multiplayer games more and more and having such an influence on on gamers and having such a community behind them uh might influence them and might make them want to believe that they can push a little bit more microtransactions along the way and you know push it a little bit further than what's currently available <laughs> you know yeah that's that's my only concern is like you know we can give them much credit but just like any other over there if you fuck it up people will you know will backfire at you um right. and that's my only concern but so far so good i'm just saying as blizzard goes so goes the industry if you will but i I think that's why they did the the latest change, the Hearthstone. It was too many people. You could buy all these cards, and then you couldn't really properly strategize a deck. So now you have the option of playing standard in Hearthstone or wild, uh, wild ranking in Hearthstone. Yeah. And I think what Blizzard does really well is they do listen to the gamers. I've when I went to BlizzCon, Chris Metzen and Mike Morhine, they're very adamant about listening to the gamers because world of warcraft is this huge monster that has connected people people have gotten married because of world of warcraft Mm -hmm. uh one of the um a gentleman died a few years ago and there was a whole funeral for him in the game and that just speaks to like all the little things they do leroy jenkins Leroy Jenkins has his own card in Hearthstone. So all these right. little like moments of gaming history, Blizzard is very good at paying attention to it and listening to it and listening to their gamers because at the root of it, that's who they are. Um, when they also changed the esports scene, StarCraft is never meant to be a game that was supposed to be played competitively. But because of StarCraft, because of what happened in Korea, now we have games like Dota 2, League of Legends, uh, Heroes of the Storm now, 
And, Thanks, Korea. <laughs> and Hearthstone. All, all of these games being played competitively and, and people being really excited for these games because of what the community did. So everybody, at the end of the day, everybody wants to make money. But yeah. there's a reason why it's Activision Blizzard and not just Activision. It's because yeah. they're like, this is exactly who our core is. And this is who we want to keep uh, going towards. The one thing that I would say is I'm kind of on the fence with the movie. I'm going to go see it. I'm going to see it too, but I don't think it'll be good. No, <laughs> the, no video game movies generally aren't, it. are they? But like, I think they could have made that movie in-house. That's with, with the way their cinematics go and the way everything they do. Yeah, I, I'd almost prefer that they did. Exactly. You don't need real actors. You just need voice actors. Like, get out of here. Right. And if they put that out and they were like, hey, it's, you know, when you buy the new World of Warcraft, you get it, or it's like five bucks when you blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, yep, I'm in. Done. Yep. Give it to me. And you, you touched on it, Sandy, and I, I want to talk about it very quickly before we move on to, you know, the latter part of the show. But um, Blizzard, you mentioned the Leroy Jenkins thing. They're A, very aware of like pop culture and their community and the things that people are talking about on the web and in geek culture. And they're also uh, quite funny, right? Like there's there's generally, whether it's an achievement name or NPC yeah. dialogue or something, Blizzard has always been funny in their games. And I, I think they've just got, to, you know, to the story point, they've got great writers there. I mean, do you guys have any standout jokes that you ever remember? I mean, it has to be something from World of Warcraft, but I don't remember. And it also would be in French, so it's like maybe the translation was not that good, was not meant, you know. There is always that translation problem where the sense of humor doesn't really translate ever um, because I played the game in French. And and uh, and the even the, the, the NPC um, audio was in French, so that tells you also how good the... The production is <laughs> and Deckard Kane. Stay a while and listen. I know I remember a, a couple stand out to me. Um, World of Warcraft had, <laughs> uh, and this might not even be my story. It could just be brother. My brothers had told me this. They had a essentially like an Agent Molder and Agent Scully <laughs> as like NPCs that were giving you quests in the quest line, which are obviously uh, you know an X Files reference. And um, I just remember very distinctly in because it was so in the media and so being talked about at the time. The first time I repaired a piece of armor uh, in Diablo three, I believe I got uh, it could have been that or it could have been like making a potion or something. I think I got a Breaking Bad <laughs> achievement or something like that. So it's just funny that they you know they are comfortable referencing television shows and pop culture and uh, and I think their games in that way can also serve as like historical documents in a way of like what was cool then and talking about that i was just like as we talk about blizzard and I, I just i really like that we talk about them but at the same time we don't know much about them we know i mean there is there's a museum at their office which is like how cool is it that a company has his own yeah has a museum about it, his creation and and in the, the world they have in the world they or have, have enough good stuff to put in a yeah, museum yeah they have period. created but I, I i just figured out there's not that many documentary out there about them about the company about what they do what they make and uh if i can recommend something i'll probably yeah. watch it tonight it's in the collector's um, edition of what 
<laughs> of Legion. <laughs> you gotta get all the <laughs> give Legion? him five hundred uh, bucks, dude. But there is the 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 Blizzard hour long World of Warcraft documentary from twenty fourteen where they they pretty much take a behind the scene about the game re- around the game release, the impact, and all the communities that have grown around it. So I kind of like wanna. Oh, where's that? Uh, it's called World of Warcraft: Looking for Group. It's by Asylum Entertainment. And uh, uh, I've never heard of that documentary. I just Googled it while we are recording this podcast. I was like curious if there was anything out there. That oh, just I think I remember this get, You know, there's a lot of YouTubers, content creators out there, streamers that get invited, get to get a little tour, especially for the promotion of their new game right now coming out. I've seen some YouTubers getting taken to the museum and then obviously getting to see the behind the scene in the offices. Obviously, they can't film all of that. They can barely like film the tour they get at the well, museum. That's pretty much it. Well, Blizzard, we have 11 million listeners. So if you would like to invite me or fly out Yannick or Sandy to come to your headquarters, we'll do it. Looking for a group was announced last year at BlizzCon. Was it last yeah. year or two years ago? Because tw- I have the thing from 2014. No, it was last year. I have an article. Because mm, two years ago, I was at BlizzCon. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, <laughs> it matter. doesn't matter. I love BlizzCon. And they do the virtual ticket, and I get all the goodies. All the goodies. Yeah, I'll probably do that this year. I don't know if... They don't sell out of virtual tickets, right? No, no, they they don't sell out the virtual tickets. They do sell out of the virtual goodie bag. Or the... And the actual goodie bag. Oh, like the physical goodie bag. Yeah. That's... Have they done that already? Not this year. No, not oh, yet. Oh, God. Okay. I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going to link to the documentary that Yannick talked about, and I'll I'll get the... Oh, virtual ticket. It says coming soon. So... Yeah. Oh, you, <laughs> Thank God. You'll know, because I would be like, I peered it already. I okay, guess. Sandy. Well, you send me a text message when it comes out so we know, and we'll talk about it, hopefully, on the show. Um, wrapping up on the Blizzard yeah. thing, they've got so many franchises now <laughs> they didn't have so many back in the day they're so iconic and normally i'd like to say what games would you recommend someone play yeah. but i recommend i think they've got so many different games that it's going to be different uh for each person depending on what game you like so what blizzard franchise and this can include hearthstone and heroes of the storm and all of them do you feel like is you which one is like that's that's a world that I could live in forever. Funny that you put the name, the word world into it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, honestly, even though it's not the, the it's not the, uh, the game that I've played the most and that I've played recently, Diablo was really uh, giving me my first dark game experience. And like you said, when you were 10 year old and it was building the badass side of me like the dark side of me it was really the the first like dark really like yeah you know evil ish kind of game um and yeah and the variety in the, the, in the decor and kind of like travel the world and those dungeons and you're in the desert and then you're you know you're in a dungeon like five level deeps or ten level deeps down uh into the graves and everything like yeah it was a it was a it was a good experience and i think i would I would see myself in that game, yeah. Your heart is a Diablo heart. <laughs> or I would see myself living into the uh in the grass of the Torren um homeland, hometown when you start like that that will never re- that I will never forget. I never yeah. wanted to I never I can wanted accept to, it. There I never can be two answers to, to this question. <laughs> I never wanted to leave that area, honestly. It was the most beautiful experience I've had just going through the uh leveling up through the starting area of the Torren. It was it was something else. It was awesome. Danny, how about you? What what is 
What worlds slash worlds could you live in? Starcraft. It's got it's Starcraft all the way. I really like. Are you a Terran? I play Terran, yes, but I have a special place for the Zerg and the Protoss. I think the Zerg are GD adorable. <laughs> adorable? Oh my god! I don't care what anybody says. I I like the Zerg. They're I mean, the Beelings are so cute. They just you know they roll and they pop. It's fun. It's cute. It's adorable. Sandy has a slime heart. <laughs> and I just you you have such a connection with like Zeratul. <laughs> And the Protoss and just all that they've gone through. Mm. And it's got a happy ending, kind of, sort of. Eh. Don't spoil it. I, I don't even know what I'm spoiling. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, I, get, I still got to play Legacy of the Void on StarCraft, so that's why. Don't spoil it's it. It's got a terrible ending. No, oh, no. I'm, no, it's... Okay. It's got feels. That's what that game has. Great. I think that game always has had feels, though. Mm. You're just... When Kerrigan gets left behind and the Zerg taker and make her their queen. Ah, uh, I guess. Ugh. God, the spoilers. Is, it's just insane, isn't it? I didn't listen. I wasn't listening. I know. Guys, Kerrigan becomes uh, the queen of blades. She be Kerrigan, your Terran partner. Your, she, she, yeah, she becomes the queen of blades. Zerg queen. Um, for me, I think I'm, I have to have two answers like Yannick. I love sci-fi so much, uh, and I love things like mysterious, high-tech, like religious-y ancient cultures that I would love to be a pro to us, I'd, and I would walk around being a high Templar of Asade Japari, <laughs> and, and my being all, my, my life for ire. Um, I, yeah, I've always just loved the, like, especially in the, you know, Starcraft 2 renders it so well, the gold and the glowy kind of cool art style. Very inspired. All the Blizzard art styles are very inspired. And um, and I think that also at the same time I would kill to be like a, a, a wizard slash necromancer in the Diablo universe, um, you know, with a, with a British accent. And uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, magic missile and all the cool stuff. And just I would play a, a wizard in any of Blizzard's games, even World of Warcraft. The the Ice Mage was my my go to. Guys, try out a Blizzard game, and and trust me, if you don't think that there's one for you, there is. Whether you like to play trading card games, oh, there must be one. Yep. Strategy games, action, you know, RPGs. They've got one of those. MMOs. They've got one of those. And now they're gonna have a shooter, which is crazy and super exciting, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, let's move on to the end of the show. What do we have, Yannick? What are we playing? I'm playing something good. Uh, Sandy, you're not, you're not, you're, you, you haven't That's been right, updated Sandy. on that. So I hope you're, I hope you're not prepared because even Ryan, who knows, is not <laughs> prepared. <laughs> Are we sure? Because they were talking esports. Oh, the gauntlet's been thrown. She's dancing. <laughs> She's dancing on my virtual yeah, grave. Yeah. Wait for it. You know, we have a, we just, we talked about some MOBAs and some mm-hmm. hero shooters in the show yeah. a lot those days. You've got. Battleborn, you've got Lord League of, of Legends, you've got Heroes of the Storm, <laughs> you've got Beedy-Bop, Beedy-Bee-Boop. Um, I'm going to give you a name of a hero, and you're just going to have to guess. I'm going to give you three choices. It's never going to be all the MOBA in the world that okay. you can think of. 
because uh, I could add Paladin, I could add uh, Paragon, and all those oh ones that are God. about to come out. But we're gonna keep we're gonna keep it mainstream. We're gonna I'm gonna keep it simple in names that well, I'm Sandy choosing. Sandy Trash too. talked about Street um, Fighter Five, so I guess I'll just have to beat her at this too. <laughs> if you understand what I'm saying, so we're gonna have I'm gonna give you three uh, three games. All right, I'm not gonna give you all of them. I'm gonna give you a hero name. I'm gonna give you a selection selection of three. Should we cue up some BS music in the background? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right, I'm going to start with easy. Mm. Ryan, Anubarak. Anubarak. Um League of Legends Battleborn. I feel like Heroes I've heard the, the name recently, so I'm going to say it's Battleborn. Nope. Heroes <laughs> of the Storm. <laughs> no, no. He was, he was, he was oh, in the no. storm. So, but you don't score points, Andy. Doesn't matter. I still, I still <laughs> knew it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> oh no. Winston, Battleborn, Heroes of the Storm, Overwatch. Overwatch. You scored one point. One point for Sandy. Next <clears> one. <throat> Winston. No, <laughs> <laughs> Mercy. I believe Mercy is an Overwatch champion. Yes. One one. Yeah. It's even, Sandy. And Tied. Mm-hmm. All right. A tougher one. Doctor Mundo for Sandy. Heroes of the Storm, Battleborn, or League of Legends. I'm gonna say League of Legends. Yep. Oh my god. That's true. Ryan. Wrath. League of Legends. Heroes of the Storm or Battleborn. I'm gonna say that Wrath is a League of Legends character. What do you think, Sandy? Wait a second. Well, she can't guess on my question. What do you think? I don't know, Wrath, but it would be League of Legends if I would have to guess. You're both wrong, and it's Battleborn. Well, then. Sandy, you have uh, you have the chance to get a, a two-point lead here. Widowmaker, Battleborn. Overwatch. Oh, Overwatch. my gosh. Overwatch. <laughs> gosh, she's so good at knowing these stupid heroes. <laughs> That's 3-1. How many more questions? Is it out of reach? Did she win? Why are we so bad at playing games on this <laughs> game podcast? Sir. Sir. Yes. T-Rail. Overwatch. No, this T-Rail. is Heroes of the Storm. Overwatch. Heroes of the Storm. Heroes of the Storm. Okay. Tyrion. You got one. 3-2. That was, that was kind of a gift. It was easy. <laughs> I, make, I, I make the rules. Gift. Sandy. Montana. Heroes of the Storm. League of Legends. Battleborn. Montana. That's right, Sandy. I'm going to say these That's goofy right. names belong to League of Legends. Nope. Oh, finally. Nope. Battleborn. Blattleborn. Battleborn is a big dude. You forgot about Gladleborn. <laughs> you forgot about the Gladaglorn. <laughs> the Gleeblegorn. The Gleeblegorn. <laughs> Sir. Glarge de Glitch. Ryan. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. Mm, yes. No, I mean, I, I, no, 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 I no, 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 no. wanted Let's to give you one down. Let's easy. take this question down a notch. All right. Yeah. Mm. Uh. Mm. Raynor, League of Legends. I like how none of these are like. Dota. I was gonna say yeah, that's why I didn't pick Dota. That's why, why, why didn't you do Dota? Where comes from. I, I know Raynor no is the Heroes There's... of the Storm. You're giving me gifts because you know I know these characters. No, I don't know. So, okay, so thirty-three. Who, thirty-three. Who's playing Battleborn? None, none of you guys. So no one. No one's right. playing Battleborn. Sandy, <laughs> you, you should just ask us all mm-hmm. Battleborn characters because we wouldn't <laughs> be able to tell you a single one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the point. Sandy, Slattle Slarn, Leekluch, Glipstergloops, Battle Gloops. You can just put Glattle Gloops. It's like Battleborn, Bloodborn, Battlebots. Ryan, I have a name for you. Yeah. Watermelon. 
You're kidding. Is this a real name? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hate you. I hate I this know, game. Can know. we just... Sandy okay. gets 2 million okay. points. I get 200 okay. points, and that's it. I have a last one. Okay. Twitch. Both of you can answer. Uh, Overwatch, I think. Twitch? Are you, are you messing nope. with us? It's just the last one. I don't think it's Overwatch. It must be Glabblegleen. <laughs> or Battleborn that no one's playing. That must be God. Duba. Facialthorn. That must be that must be Duba, the revenge of the soul. Sandy answer so we can end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we can end this I know, thing. I think okay. he's trolling no. us. Pick one. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Look at me in the eyes. Look but at me in the camera. I'm going to say, I'm going to say smite. Oh. No, none of those. It was yours of the storm. All right. Finally, a blizzard one that Sandy doesn't know. There we go. Well, guys, we're bad no, at playing not, games. No, it was not Heroes of the Storm. It was League of Legends. Everything <laughs> everything is messed up. Everything is ruined. It wasn't the Heroes of the Storm. Everything is It was League of Legends. As always. Everything is done. It wouldn't be a, yeah. an episode of Pixels I'm Weekly if everything wasn't ruined by the end of it. <laughs> yeah, everything everything falls apart. You know, like, oh, let's, uh, it's get like, oh, they had a up. real good episode going. They just uh, took a big old <laughs> stinky... They were about to get that good episode out, and then they didn't. <laughs> they took a Zerg hatchling all over this, so <laughs> <laughs> this episode. All right, guys. <laughs> not that not that we need to plug well, it's it. It's always but, a pleasure. Hey, we're still giving out. What we can't get we can't get a review to save our life. Give us a review on iTunes. Oh, we can't. It's still it's it's getting dusty now. I know. My, my, and we'll my, get it. Or I'll just PSN take this plus year, twelve, 12, 12 month subscription. Or Yannick, you can have it so you can keep playing Destiny. Um, <laughs> uh, we get a year of PS Plus we're going to give out if you give us a review on iTunes the link is at pixelsweekly.com slash win also while you're at pixelsweekly.com you can listen to any episode of the show for free just like you can on iTunes, Stitcher Google Play I'm sure we're there now so just search for Pixels Weekly and on Google Do Glurble Glop and Straddle Torn and <laughs> Muscle Torn, Bushel Thorn. These are the characters for our new movie. Yes, our new characters are Straddle Thorn, Bushel Born, Battle Bemo. Bleed, <laughs> Twitch. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, follow us at PixelsCast. I'm Ryan, and, and or, I, I don't know why I just said my name. I don't know how to do an outro to the show. Until next time. Aloha. Au revoir. And we'll see you next week.